chapter three eight of gargantua and pantagruel book three by francois rabelais this librivox recording is in the public domain why the codpiece is held to be the chief piece of armour amongst warriors will you maintain quoth pantagruel that the codpiece is the chief piece of a military harness it is a new kind of doctrine very paradoxical for we say at spurs begins the arming of a man sir i maintain it answered panurge and not wrongfully do i maintain it behold how nature having a fervent desire after its production of plants trees shrubs herbs sponges and plant animals to eternize and continue them unto all succession of ages in their several kinds or sorts at least although the individuals perish unruinable and in an everlasting being have most curiously armed and fenced their buds sprouts shoots and seeds wherein the above-mentioned perpetuity consisteth by strengthening covering guarding and fortifying them with an admirable industry with husks cases scurfs and swaths hulls cods stones films cartels shells ears rinds barks skins ridges and prickles which serve them instead of strong fare and natural codpieces as is manifestly apparent in peas beans vassals pomegranates peaches cottons gourds pumpions melons corn lemons almonds walnuts filberts and chestnuts as likewise in all plants slips or sets whatsoever wherein it is plainly and evidently seen that the sperm and cements is more closely veiled overshadowed corroborated and thoroughly harnessed than any other part portion or parcel of the whole nature nevertheless did not after that manner provide for the sempiternizing of the human race but on the contrary created man naked tender and frail without either offensive or defensive arms and that in the estate of innocence in the first age of all which was the golden season not as a plant but living creature born for peace not war and brought forth into the world with an unquestionable right and title to the plenary fruition and enjoyment of all fruits and vegetables as also to a certain calm and gentle rule and dominion over all kinds of beasts fowls fishes reptiles and insects yet afterwards it happening in the time of the iron age under the reign of jupiter when to the multiplication of mischievous actions wickedness and malice began to take root and footing within the then perverted hearts of men that the earth began to bring forth nettles thistles thorns briars and such other stubborn and rebellious vegetables to the nature of man nor scarce was there any animal which by a fatal disposition did not then revolt from him and tacitly conspire and covenant with one another to serve him no longer nor in case of their ability to resist to do him any manner of obedience but rather to the uttermost of their power to annoy him with all the hurt and harm they could the man then that he might maintain his primitive right and prerogative and continuous sway and dominion over all both vegetable and sensitive creatures 
and knowing of a truth that he could not be well accommodated as he ought without the servitude and subjection of several animals bethought himself that of necessity he must needs put on arms and make provision of harness against wars and violence by the holy saint Goose, cried out pantagruel you are become since the last reign a great liffer loafer philosopher i should say take notice sir quoth panurge when dame nature had prompted him to his own arming what part of the body it was where by her inspiration he clapped on the first harness it was forsooth by the double pluck of my little dog babalic and good signor don priapus stabo stando which done he was content and sought no more this is certified by the testimony of the great hebrew captain and philosopher moses who affirmeth that he fenced that member with a brave and gallant codpiece most exquisitely framed and by right curious devices of a notably pregnant invention made up and composed of fig-tree leaves which by reason of their solid stiffness incisory notches curled frizzling sleek smoothness large ampleness together with their colour smell virtue and faculty were exceeding proper and fit for the covering and arming of the satchels of generation the hideously big lorraine cullions being from thence only excepted which swaggering down to the lower most bottom of the breeches cannot abide but being quite out of all order and method the stately fashion of the high and lofty codpiece as is manifest by the noble valentine Yardier, whom i found at nancy on the first day of may the more flauntingly to gallantries it afterwards rubbing his bollocks spread out upon a table after the manner of a spanish cloak wherefore it is that none should henceforth say who would not speak improperly when any country bumpkin hieth to the wars have a care my royster of the wine-pot that is the skull but have a care my royster of the milk-pot that is the testicles by the whole rabble of the horned fiends of hell the head being cut off that single person only thereby dieth but if the bollocks be marred the whole race of humankind would forthwith perish and be lost for ever this was the motive which incited the goodly writer galen book one de spermata to aver with boldness that it were better that is to say a less evil to have no heart at all than to be quite destitute of genitories for there is laid up conserved and put in store as in a successive repository and sacred warehouse the cements and original source of the whole offspring of mankind therefore would i be apt to believe for less than a hundred francs that those are the very same stones by means whereof deucalion and pyrrha restored the human race in peopling with men and women the world which a little before that had been drowned in the overflowing waves of a poetical deluge this stirred up the valiant justinian book four de cogitus tolendus to collocate his summum bonum in braguibus et braguitis for this and other causes the lord humphrey de merville following of his king to a certain warlike expedition whilst he was in trying upon his own person a new suit of armour for of his old rusty harness he could make no more use by reason that some few years since the skin of his belly was a great way removed from his kidneys his lady thereupon in the profound musing of a contemplative spirit very maturely considering that he had but small care 
of the staff of love and packet of marriage seeing he did no otherwise arm that part of the body than with links of mail advised him to shield fence and gabionate it with a big tilting helmet which she had lying in her closet to otherwise utterly unprofitable on this lady were penned these subsequent verses which are extant in the third book of the shitbana of paltry wenches when yolan saw her spouse equipped for fight and save the codpiece all in armour dight my dear she cried why pray of all the rest is that exposed you know i love the best was she to blame for an ill-managed fear or rather pious conscionable care wise lady she in hurly-burly fight can any tell where random blows may light leave off then sir from being astonished and wonder no more at this new manner of decking and trimming up of myself as you now see me End of chapter three eight